But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. Welcome, everybody, to the Chop Sports Daily, coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. I could say that in my sleep now at this point, honestly. Uh, it is Sturch. It is Gooch. Nick behind the glass. Madison has returned. She made it through her sabbatical of, uh, of uh, what is it, LBI? LBI. So she's back. The Palumbo is in the house. The Palumbo representative is in the house. The only Palumbo representative that I can actually tolerate at Chop Sports. I'm talking to you, Jimmy. Um Hope everybody's doing well. I uh, hope everybody had a good, what's today? Wednesday, Tuesday. So Tuesday was yesterday. Wednesday is today. So welcome to hump day. We made it through half the week. Um, I said it was Sturgeon Gucci already. There's pretty much nothing else. If you want to support the show, please do so by heading on over to patreon.com forward slash chop sports three, five, $10 increments. Uh, that's the way to do it. That is the way to support the show, support the brand, uh, brand new merchandise also available right now. Chopsports.shop as we move into chop studios, uh, which again, transferred little thing there. Chop sports media has a brand new logo. Uh, there's a whole lot of new stuff over on the, uh, the old website, not the website, Website will be done by September 1st. The old um, shop. shop. Yes, you made it look very pretty. Uh, kudos to you for that one. So chopsports.shop. Go buy some stuff. Uh, support the brand. Um, yeah, that's it. So let's get right into it. Let's get right into Gooch's rundown because there's a lot going on. There's and actually today, not. All right. Well, I lied then. Uh, today we'll be previewing Hoodat Nation. Uh, I did talk to our boy Craig. I said it's the Saints Day. He's like, oh, I better call. All right, Craig, call. Like I don't know what else to tell you. Or just well, comment we, no, in the in the call, comments. Just comment. Yeah, don't comment. I mean, don't call. You don't have that. Don't comment either. We're actually, not, we're not set up for the call. We are. I mean, I, all I have to do is pull out a couple things here. Anyway, <laughs> we're back. Gooch, run down. We are Go back. For it. The uh, the rundown. College football. I talked yesterday about how ESPN rejected the Big Ten deal, or vice yeah. versa. Yeah, it was ESPN rejected the deal. It was a two billion dollar deal, or something crazy like that. Uh, Big Ten now signs with Fox Sports, CBS, and NBC Sports. So. While they left or they got burned by ESPN, I guess you could say they took $30 million less a year on the New Deal. So they didn't necessarily win, but they didn't lose either. No, but like I told you yesterday, they had nothing before that. They just had the Big Ten. So to sign a a contract with anybody is great. I mean, mean, it's less than ESPN offered, but it's still massive. I would say they, they lost here. Because they got thirty million less a season, so whichever way you're looking at it, they proposed one, it got rejected. I don't know if the, the proposal was less, but it's over three networks, so it's confusing how that's going to work out. But I also don't really give a shit. <laughs> we just didn't have much for the rundown, so there's that. Uh, NBA news: We heard about Kevin Durant yesterday and his discontent with the ownership and the front office and yes, coaching staff of the Nets. And reports have been coming out for the past two or three months, really, that Kyrie is in the same position. Kyrie came out yesterday and disputed that. And he said, no, I'm cool with everybody. Um, He's like, I did uh, ask to see where Kobe's MVP trophy was at dinner, but I'm still cool with Steve Nash. That was a joke. He didn't really do that. Speaking of Kobe Uh, Bryant, did did you read anything about that The helicopter crash. There's a a legal battle with his wife, I believe, and I think TMZ or whatever news outlet released the photos of the helicopter crash. Those were supposed to be confidential. I'm not sure. Who has the the rights in this one? Because a picture is a picture. Who's the who's to say who could post a I picture? Don't know. I mean, 
It's rough. Either way, it's Either a ways. tough situation yeah, all nasty. around. It's not the only legal battle that Vanessa Bryant's been in. She also had to deal with Nike releasing sneakers that she didn't approve of with like her daughter's name on it. Oh, yeah, so that's Jesus. a shitty thing. Nike's a great company. It's a uh, invasion nice of privacy <laughs> trial. Oh, what'd you say? It's an invasion of privacy trial for the against the deputy that was walking around, uh, wa- going around. Was his name all the uh, Mark Furman? Anybody know that reference? Why does that sound familiar? He's the guy that planted the glove in the OJ case. <laughs> I was gonna say, I know that name. Where do I know that? Terrible police work out in LA. Oh my Atlanta. Um, Major League Baseball. Don't look now, but the Baltimore Orioles are a half a game out of the final wild card Let's spot. Go and the O's. interesting thing about the <laughs> Orioles situation is that they were sellers at the deadline, moving off of Trey Mancini and. I respect what their general manager did. He actually traveled on the team plane to wherever the Orioles were playing, Mm -hmm. and he met with the team because – and you're in the heat of a playoff race, a pennant chase, and the Orioles, they haven't had meaningful baseball in a while, and Trey Mancini's been there for the entire suck. You know, like he he battled through them not winning games for for six, seven seasons, and as they start to right the ship and turn things around a little bit, they ship off their team leader – the Orioles basically released to their fan base, like, you know, all in liftoff in 2023, but they're really in the firm of the. This happened to the Yankees. The playoff too. race. Remember that? It did, but that was a clear seller's time. That's yeah, I was just got, saying. Like, it, the it only reason happen. why it worked out the for mojo the Yankees can, was because that allowed them to call up Sanchez, Judge. That truth. was the year that we did all that. Yeah. It was the Glaber trade. Yes. Tr- that was the Cubs Ooh, World fuck, Series. You're right. So. Um, that did work out for the Yankees. Uh, hopefully, for the Yankees' sake, it doesn't work out for the Orioles because I don't really want to see them get good. Um, it's cool now while they're <laughs> like it's cute while they've been right? shit like, for a while. But trust team. me, I will hate the Orioles very much soon. Right. And speaking of bottom feeders in the AL East, the Yankees are now Stop. ten and seventeen in their last twenty-seven games. Bottom feeders. And look, I only said that to to piss Dave off. I'm a Yankee fan too, Dave. So What's that say? I don't know why you were um, seventy-one and forty. Ah, that's their record. I know. Means they're good what at have baseball. you done for me lately? There is clear damage, whole damage, as I yeah, steal we'll Jimmy Palumbo's words. Um, there's real damage, and, and I'm, I'm alarmed. You have 13 innings of baseball. That was the most painful Yankee game that I've watched. Oh, I mean, I went to I, I haven't watched many <laughs> games this year, surprisingly, and I did sit through this one, and I stayed up for it. And man, oh, man. Scoop saying the base running was so bad. Like Just in, in general, first of all, What's his face had the right idea, though, with the whole, like, when there's a rundown, you're supposed to keep going. Can we just load the bases in the 10th? (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, I'm tired, at least for the West Coast, right? Like, so West Coast games, just 10th inning, extra innings, load the bases, and... Sack fly wins it. Yeah, sack fly wins it. <laughs> That's it. Uh, game home over. team doesn't get a chance. Right. No, nope, you're right. End this fucking <laughs> the visiting game. team gets because, one up, damn, done. man, I was committed to that. And, oh, man. <laughs> man. It was a bad commitment. Um, NFL news, finally. We did it, guys. NFL's here again. Um, Deshaun Watson and the and the NFL and Roger Goodell, they are beefing heavy. Roger Goodell is, like, not happy. The, wow. the judge, the problem with having an outside arbitrator, in this case, for the NFL's problem, and maybe the league's, the fan base's problem, the Shield's problem, is that they literally, and the woman said, the judge said, she's like, well, I went by precedent. I took my opinions out of it, and that's why he got six games. Precedent in situations that are similar, there was no violence, and that was a major contributing factor. I read the whole report. Yeah, but then Goodell came out and said, like, well, there's evidence of just well, egregious well, acts. Well, this is the problem. Um, th- when you're doing, dealing with a court of law, like they almost always act on precedent. Right? Sure. Yeah. So this is what they did in this case. 
um, there's other determining factors, and the NFL only presented five cases, which we talked about, so that's the only things that she could factor in. Um, while it was egregious, and she had some disparaging things to say to Watson in the in the whole decision process, mm-hmm. Roger Goodell called Deshaun Watson's behavior predatory, Ugh. and when you're using the word predatory, it's hard that you're going to say, he's not playing this year. Like, Deshaun Watson's not playing this year. Do you, you really... Do you think that that's a thing? Like, they, you, like I, I know at the end of the day, Goodell has final say, I guess. Then that means it's done. Like At least one season. So if you're going to give him at least one season, that's pretty so much. So what was the actual point of doing this whole process with the judge and the this and the that? When well, Goodell, you, when Goodell I'll, already knew I'll tell everything. You the point. I'll but I'm saying Goodell point. already knew everything. So why don't we just say, all right. Fuck everything else. Let's just suspend this clown for a year for what he did. If he's an animal or is a predator or whatever the fuck he it's wants to describe, that's it. Done. Seemingly, seemingly in these hands. situations, it's like they're acting on precedent and they're basing the precedent off of what the NFL has done in the past. Because I feel like with each case, there's like a new way of handling it. Every time somebody's going to get suspended, it's like, oh, we got to wait for this to happen, and then there's an arbitrator, and then there's. Yeah, I we think need what arbitrators doing, for shit like this. What Come they're doing on. is a lot like what they do in just. Everything, what they did with the pandemic. They just throw a ton of misinformation out. They have people pick a side, and then they keep on re- recycling the news story. And then they put a Bro, this is the Band-Aid thir- on it. Like, this oh, is the 13th time it. that we've talked about Watson in like 22 days. And we've gotten next to nowhere. None, zero. But we've, we've talked about it at length, so that's what they're doing. I mean, it's the media that's deciding what goes out. It's not necessarily the NFL, so... Like, Goodell knew exactly what he was doing. And he's like, all right, that's cool. Great judgment. Six games? Mm-mm, not going to. Like, this is Goodell trying to f- puff his chest a little bit and say, you know what? No, 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 no. I don't care what you presented. This is what I know based off the evidence of the cases and all this other it's shit. Very 24 rare. women. It's, Goodbye. It's very Goodbye. rare where I'm so invested in a situation where I think both people are pieces of shit and I don't like either one of them. And that goes for Deshaun Watson and Roger Goodell. And I wouldn't even say that I'm really invested in it. I just... Curious to know how it's going to play out, but both guys are scumbags. I'm rooting for neither one of them. I'm not rooting, I don't like I'm, Adele, you know but I think he should suspend Watson for a year. I'm not, yeah, um, exactly. So that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm not rooting for either party, right, at all, because I'm not in the players' union and I don't work for Goodell, right? So I don't care what happens. I just think that if Goodell has went out and said this on record yesterday, right, then this is a wrap. Like, this is a complete well, if fucking Goodell said it, If Goodell said Goodbye. it, and Goodell is the one that's deciding it, what is the holdup? That's what I'm saying. Up? Like, what, what are we... Like, Why he's like, oh, based off the evidence. Oh, like, you got evidence guys, that we didn't I'm know about? I'm just going to tell you this right now. When Deshaun Watson's suspension comes, we're not talking about it. Like, that's a deal. I'll we, talk about it. I'm not. <laughs> what day is that going to be? Never? It's <laughs> It'll come. week four? It's going to happen. All right, so um, the Las Vegas Penitentiary has now got a new starting running back, and that is Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch caught that fade at like 4 a.m. the other day yesterday in Vegas. He fantastic, by the way. And memes on Ghetto Gronk and and all that are just (laughs) exactly what you'd expect them to be, just great. Great work by all the meme accounts, the NFL meme accounts, having Henry Ruggs and Marshawn Lynch seeing each other in prison and <laughs> things like that. Well, Marshawn's probably Fudge. not going to go to prison. It's, I believe right. it's his first DUI mm-hmm. that I know of. I was going to say, um, it's probably not It's his case. first since being in the NFL, so he's not in the NFL anymore. And speaking of a black eye for the NFL and potentially for somebody else in this case, uh, Frank Gore was arrested yesterday on a simple assault charge connected to a domestic violence <laughs> investigation. Christ. Now, let's not all jump the gun here and start... It's a jump Railroading to conclusions, Matt. Frank Gore, because in domestic violence cases, there is 
certain things that have to take place. It is a simple assault charge. So to me, it's seeming a little bit like he may not have done anything. And because he's the male in this situation to protect the potential victim from not saying something, they separate the two. The guy always gets arrested. Very similar to the Jerry Judy incident where Jerry Judy, all the charges were dropped. He's charged. He's not convicted. So let this play out. I'm not going to um, rush to judgment on Frank Gore just yet because nothing about anything he's ever done in his career or off the field leads me to believe that he's having issues. But that has nothing to do with his potential relationship. So we'll see how that plays out. But see, I choose to believe in Frank Gore at this at this juncture. Um, less interesting, but equally as important news. Um, Sean McVay and Les Snead are... Sean McVay got his extension. They haven't announced the details yet. I believe Les Snead, this is the GM of the Rams, will be getting his contract extension today, and they're going to dual announce that. So the Rams, they're talking shit, too. McVay was like, oh, I thought super teams didn't work. Well, how about this? And he said, motherfucker, it fucking worked. And that was Sean McVay's quote. You're a douche. Um, I like it. Yeah, so's like Moxie. It. <laughs> you know? He's still a douche. Broncos are interested in Jalen Rager. <laughs> Uh, on the heels of the Tim Patrick injury. That's all I got for the rundown. Back to you, Dave. P NFL Power Rankings. Rager? Yeah. Of all people in the league, you're going to go after Jalen Rager? Why? Because he's the easiest obtainable? Because the Eagles don't even want no, no, him? No, no, no. That's no. how you know because he's bad. Because what I've been saying is they, just because the Eagles fucked up and drafted Jalen Rager in the first round doesn't mean Over that he's not. Over Justin mean, Jefferson. Doesn't That's mean the biggest, that he's not. Don't leave that out. Doesn't mean that he's not a solid number three receiver in the league. He's yeah. just not a number one. Well, you know? Eh, find, it is you'll find it is. a role. I think you're uh, you're over. Um, I think you're panicking a little, or, or you're alarmed uh, over the Yankees is not warranted right now. I understand their record in the last couple. Every team goes through this. Every team, no matter what. And now, oh, shout out to all. Look, I gave the Mets their flowers the other day. I tried to be nice to you people, okay? And yes, I said you people, you Mets fans out there. I tried to be nice to you guys, and I said, these guys are on a roll. They're going to get to the playoffs. It's going to be fun. Let's play some fucking trumpets. Let's do all this shit. And then you guys come out there the second, the second you guys have a better record than the Yankees. The literal, when the clock struck 12 and the Yankees lost the game, it was like, <gasps> anybody else see this? The Mets got a better record. Like, who well, are we? Who are we? Like, who cares? I mean, I didn't care when we had a better record than the uh, the Mets. I did not. Not one ounce of my being. I gave I'm, a, a if I of a don't shit. care enough to find a post, but I'm sure if I dug a little bit, and dig, dig. I'm talking dive, dig, 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 dig um, for that post. I never no, once I'm, said. I just said I'm the, not gonna dig. I know, Fuck but I'm that. telling you that you could, if you had the time, you could dig, and you can never find me saying the Yankees well, got a better record than the Mets. I, I don't you're care about the Mets uh, until October, you my can't man. Speak for don't the rest care. of Yankee fans, because Yankee fans are equally as douchey as Mets fans, and look. This is why this is the part of it that I hate because there's nothing really to it doesn't matter. October matters. It does not matter. But there is a lot of Yankee fans that if the Mets fans were talking shit, they would point to the record for the last couple months. And that was something that Yankee fans did. I saw it. I don't know if I've seen you do it, but I've definitely seen Yankee fans do it, which is why I don't like either fan base. Yeah, like like Palm, that's irrelevant. Uh, can you, you're you, irrelevant. You, you're irrelevant. You can't say anything because you chime in too much with the Yankees. So, too much. Um, you to were, the point where you're you were, like, you got some hate speech going you on. Were both, Shut your mouth. You were um. Shut your mouth about the Yankees, the Yankees and that shit. Anytime something in baseball comes up, period. Somehow you bring up the Yankees. Yeah, like they're rent free in your dome. Get off 
the marbles. Seriously, it's enough. Like, the Mets are doing good. The Yankees are 71 and 40. Everybody's doing good. Everybody shut the fuck up and have, let's, let's have the, ourselves the, in August and in September and in October, I'd, and everybody wins. I'd much we go rather, to the World Series, then talk all the shit you want. When the Mets, if and when, or if ever, the Mets beat the Yankees in the World Series, you guys have all of the shit. You guys can talk all of the shit. I don't care. But right now, it's irrelevant, my man. It's irrelevant. So if any if any Yankees fans are doing the whole kiss the ring thing, you know, like, ooh, 27. Like, none of that shit matters. None of it. It's 2022, man. It's 2022. None of this shit matters. Not last year. Not uh, when we beat you in 2000. Like, uh, beat that chest. Like, why am I? Oh, Betty Agbayani. You know, but I'm not going to bring up that kind of shit. It's done. It's right now. Live in the now, Yankees and Mets fans. You both think of you they guys. Are right now, they're both one game you. better than us. They're <laughs> <laughs> Fine, fine, but guess what? There's not guess what that does because RJ Ochoa, uh, producer of the Blogging the Boys Network, hits me up and tags me, tags me on fucking Instagram in his story. Will you look at that? He's from Houston. Will you look at that? The Astros are tired for the bank breaker to make. I'm like, okay, let me. I said, I said to him, I said, give me uh, the banner you get, the ring you get, the cash reward you get, uh, all the like. What else do you get for having the best record in baseball in August? What do you get? Zero. You get nothing. You get not but, a zilch. But, not a nothing. But, but fuck. Um, Guys are unbelievable. When I, when I said to you that they were ten and seventeen in their last twenty-seven, you pointed to their record, and I said, "Well, because that because doesn't every matter. team goes through this, that bro. Matter. The fact that oh, listen, the fact that the Mets are the same record that must mean that the Mets went through a period of time where they weren't." Doing what they're doing right now. Yeah, it was yeah. Early, And Houston, who have also the same record as the but, Yankees. There had to be a point in this season that they are not doing what they're doing right now. Both teams are on the rise. The Yankees if are you're falling looking, a little bit. If you're looking, and we're there. If you're looking strictly at, That's where we're if at. You're looking strictly at like win-loss totals, then you, you that paints a picture. But it doesn't paint the entire picture. You know, the Yankees have a lot of... I wouldn't say, I'm not going to call them lucky wins because wins are wins. But when you have... A ton of come from behind wins, and you're winning runs by one game, uh, one run, winning games by one run, and <laughs> I, I, I'm listening, but I'm also uh, the yeah, analytics. I'm both. The analytics of this, like the Yankees, are not playing really good baseball. They're not playing playoff baseball that's, right now, that's, that's, and it's not even I, a debate. And they're, you know what? If they walked into the playoffs right now, I wouldn't have the confidence. But guess what? Playoffs don't start right now. They start in two months. They start in two months, and we're going to steamroll into the division. We're, we're all these horrible records within the last 50 games, but yet they're still 10 and a half up on the Blue Jays. So that the division is done, right? We don't have to worry about we're, we don't have to worry about a team like the Braves, right? Because nobody's going to touch us in this division. Almost, I feel Nothing. like that, Zero. While that's like. That is good to have the lead, and there's nothing to worry about. But there's always something that you have to worry about, and like now it's well, they might not have many meaningful baseball games because they're they're locked up, so they're just kind of be cruising for a little bit, and then all of a sudden have to turn it up in the playoffs. <laughs> there's always something. I'm I'm worried about Aaron Boone at full season long. I'm worried seen about a so lot many of things. Fs, f bombs, and one comment from Ken. That's a lot of fs, bro. How's Jesus treating you, bro? You all right? You want to be one with the Lord? <laughs> Everybody calm down. It's baseball, Susan. Everybody calm down, all right? Because this is ridiculous at this point. The Yankees are doing well. The Mets are doing well. Even the fact that what's uh, Scoop brought up, the Yankees are 22 and 24 in their last 46. Are we kidding? 
Are that's we kidding? A, Forty-six no, games. No, but, but no. He, he not took. At all. He, no, no, no. He took that, and he said that's how they spin it. They spin it like, all right, when, when, how many games can I go back to see where they're under five hundred? Oh, 20, 47 games ago. But, but, Bullshit. But bro, forty-seven games is not a small sample size. That's you know. That's, what's, there's if you think that right now that. That like the Yankees are in a good spot. I'm not. Then, then I don't know you're, what the you're fuck you're watching. If I'm not watching the games, I understand they're losing games, piss poor performances, pitching performances. So what exactly is the rent? But what I'm what saying exactly is, is it, 46, is it just, 46 is your sample size. My sample size is 111, and they're 71 and 40. They had to get there. They didn't get there by mistake. They didn't get there by mistake. They beat the shit out of teams throughout the course of the spring and into the summer. That's it. For anybody telling me that this is not going to, oh, the Yankees, yeah, we get it. We watch the games, bro. And I'm not saying we're not trying to fight each other because no, we're know, both but, Yankee fans. But, but I'm saying, like, this is a little ridiculous. Exactly. I'm not sure what it is that you're. What I'm saying is people, it tends to it tends to uh, go back to, like, stats and analytics and shit like that. When people do that whole, um, it, it goes but for then, anybody. Like, oh, uh, this guy is such and such in his last so, 23 uh, games. Why use 23? Oh, because that's the well, last time he sucked. Well, you know well, what I'm saying? If you're not looking at things like that, then I think you're just choosing to put on blinders because those things are relevant. They matter. Like in the last 50 games, that's two months of baseball, um, almost two months of baseball. Like, but are the we Yankees supposed are below 500? But are we supposed to forget about the first three months no, no, of baseball? No, no, no. But but Dave, if you're playing really good in week three or four in the NFL, like the Panthers were three and zero when they were five and eleven, where you're like, well, they really had a good first month. No, they're playing like shit no, but, down the stretch. But that's 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 different because as soon as you if you start three and zero and all of a sudden you're three and four, other it's teams, time to alarm because that's football get, other small teams sample. Get better. Other small, teams get small, better. Small games on the schedule. Small game amount. When you have. X amount of 50 games. games, Dave. No, no, no. There's 162 of them. 46 of them. In the, if, if they're below 500 in the last 50 games. To me, that's alarming going into the, the pennant race. 100%. It's not like I'm going to stop rooting for the Yankees because no, no, I no. think that there's and some, I'm not saying you're some real concern. No, no, no. All I'm saying is this. All I'm saying is this. I think there might be too much wasted energy on the fact that the Yankees are playing like shit right now because... We all know what they're capable of doing, considering the fact that they're 71 and 40. So that means they have the talent as soon as they get the talent back, like Stanton and Rizzo gets healthier, and this guy comes back, and that guy comes back, and maybe this guy doesn't suck out of the bullpen. Like, th there's not a testament to see Clay Holmes get lit up once or twice and not be like, this guy blows. You know, I'm not Janine. Right you know now, what I mean? I don't right put now, out, this guy sucks right every time now, he does something right wrong. Right now, there's some fucking real concern on my part, on my behalf, about totally. the Yankees' chances this year. Um, it's about how I felt about them going into the season. I'm not saying that I thought the Yankees had no chance, but I was like, you know what? The Yankees, <laughs> I'm I'm not buying in. What? I'm not buying in on Garrett Cole. I'm not buying in on their Seven rotation. Seven shutout innings last night. Bro, he's Against still... Against Seattle team that can hit. He's, he still cool, has though. given up 21 bombs this year. And That's the problem concerning. is, the problem is, it's concerning because of what? The contract. The money you pay a guy like that to be your no, ace. And he gives it's up that shit. It's concerning because out of... We'll just go through the math. If there's 15 teams in the AL and they get five... Out of all 15 times five, 150, 75 pitchers in the American League, Garrett Cole has given up the second most home runs. That's uh, contra contract aside, second most home runs. That's that's a lot of home runs for our ace but going like into I, the playoffs. See, I'm, that's I'm concerned that, a little bit. I don't like Boone. I, I still don't. Now it's a Boone thing, Dave. These the guys done. If you listen to <laughs> any, if you listen to any single thing, what exactly what has Boone done? But I'm saying it's all about execution on the field. It's He's not about, making them run around like all, morons last about, night. It's all about 
you're singing a very different tune than the one you were singing in the offseason no, about saying, wanting Boone's job out. I don't like, want. You're right. I didn't want Boone. But then, hey, the Yankees rip off all these wins, and they're playing the best baseball. They were being compared to the 98 Yankees in in, in June. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, okay. So then Boone must have these guys playing for him. And Boone must be the guy. What is that over there, there no, Chief? That's the, <laughs> that's the problem with all this is that this season they can start comparing them to arguably one of the best te- uh, teams that went out there for the New York Yankees. You can't do that. Because then once this shit starts happening, everybody starts fucking freaking Look, out. And people, it's like, people are excited. People are excited. <laughs> people are excited when their team wins. And, <laughs> and when their team isn't winning, then they get fucking bent about it. I'm not necessarily but bent. I understand that there's a ways to fix this. And there's the Yankees are going to be in the postseason, so they're going to have a crack at it. They get hot at the right time. But right now, if I'm looking at the Yankees' chances and I'm looking at the Astros, who they can't beat in big games, I'm looking at the Mets, who they... Those two pitchers in a seven-game series, like the Mets are a tough out right now. I, I said that line, the other day. Right? I said Bottom that the line, other day. The Dodgers good luck exist. The that's Brewers a great exist. Team. The Padres exist. There's a bunch of good baseball teams. The Yankees are not the only one. And, in fact, if I'm looking at it, as the top five teams, the Yankees are playing the worst out of all of them right now. Yeah. Based on I record, I that's yeah. a debate. I said based on record, yeah. yeah no, 100%. just forget about the record. Based on... How they look right now, the Yankees are not playing. They're they're not playing like a playoff team. Well, I just told you today that if the Yankees went into the playoffs tomorrow, yes, because of the fact of how they've been playing in the last couple of weeks, I'm like, you know what? It ain't that. That's not a World Series team. But I also remember no. once upon a time this season they might not win that a this Yankee team was on pace to win 130 games at one point. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was unheard of, and people didn't understand where the fuck did this come from. Judge, Stan, everybody's healthy. But that's part Things of Things happen. That's part of it, though, because nobody understood. Like, we were all shocked when the Yankees were playing as well as they were. But we were accepted of it. We, it's almost as if, course, like, right because, now, because people are living in Because this, it was this. what it was. But now it's starting to, like, come back down to reality a little bit, and that's concerning. And I've never been a fan of Boone. And I said, look, it's hard to say anything when they're winning this way, but I want to see how Boone holds up, and he has to make big decisions late in the season when when how many games you're up in the standings don't matter because the goal is the, is the World Series. That's when I worry about Boone. Right I now, mean, the goal is to get a decisions. one or two seat. What? I said it's not him making the decisions. He's, well, whatever I, the I, case he's may pretty, be. He's pretty much just the, the goal right now is the, the one team. or two seed. You get a bye, you get to sit back, get your guys healthy, get everybody ready to rock, and then you have Garrett Cole and you have uh, Frankie Montas as your one and two to try to get things going. Nestor's the two. It has to be. Well, whatever. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, but he's, I he mean, it. statistically, sure. You know what I mean? Like, if you look at Montas's record, it's, it's actually kind of terrible because he came from a, a terrible team. But what I'm saying is this. Get to the show. Everybody's going to get there. All the teams we're talking about will be there, right? All the teams, the Yankees, the Mets, everybody will be where they are. And I said this the other day, and I'm not taking back my statement. The Mets are an absolute threat in the NL. Why? Because when they get the one or the two, right, whatever, they're going to sit back and relax, wait for whatever team gets to them, and guess what? That team, when they're rolling into Flushing, like, all right, we're in the division. Shit. And it's Scherzer and Stagram, and it's it's Cookie, and it's all the, and Bassett, and fucking Diaz. The Mets are going to do very good things in October, but let's not pretend that the Yankees won't be there too. That's all I'm saying. If the Yan- Listen, if the Yankees had the season that they had, right, let's just say they end with— I don't think with- there's a single person that thinks that the Yankees aren't making the playoffs. No, no, no. I'm talking about they're going to be there. When I say they're a chance to w- make it to the World Series. Well, playoffs. No, no, no. Not even wild card. Not division round. ALCS. They will be there. They will be there, right? Mark it down now. It's not hard to predict. The Yankees will be there. And if it's the Astros, which all signs point to yes, or it's anybody else, 
Our faith relies on the guys that we have. And by that time, we'll have our guys back. We'll have a couple guys called up. The expanded rosters, blah, blah, blah. The Yankees didn't make it to 71-40 and 40 by accident. That's all I'm saying. Right now, not so fun. But they're still a good baseball team. They also, did not, they also team. didn't lose 17 of 27 by accident. <laughs> Just saying. You know what you won't lose? Money when you retire because there's guys like Michael Fusco for that. How do you like that segue? Um, you guys worried about that? I'm not because I got my man, Michael Fusco. Fusco Insurance Agency, he can help you create a comprehensive retirement plan to explore using life insurance and annuities to help you build a more secure future so you can worry a little bit less now. I think he's a Mets fan, actually. Uh, call 718-701-5787 to schedule your complimentary consultation. 718-701-5787. Eight seven guarantees and protections are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. Some insurance policies are not available in all states. And if you're into the financing game and you want to finance starting at $300, if you have 540 FICO score, that's a lot of F's, just not as much as Ken just used in that rant. Uh, 540 FICO score. Go get some financing via Michael Fusco. And a special shout-out also to Jat Chat, social media platforms, blockchain, social media, all that stuff. Our boy Glenn doing work over there. Very proud of those guys. They're really kicking ass with that app. Um, SteveAsbar.com, designing ChopSportsMedia.com right now. And, of course, a special shout-out to Lowell's Beauty Bar down the hall. Uh, they're the ones supplying all the hair and makeup for our commercial shoot that we did for Hater Fantasy Sports. So, Madison, i got to hook you up. We'll get you some makeup and hair over there for your last day or something. I'll make sure they're here. And then they, they doll you up, and then you can leave and be like, yep, Dave did this. Like, Dave just did my hair and makeup and just, you know, pretend. Anyway, Gooch, the Grundle. The Grundle is clean, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Head on over to Manscaped.com. Use the promo code SHOPSPORTS. And they have the Performance Package 4.0. comes equipped with the Lawnmower 4.0, 400K LED light. It is waterproof. It does have a porcelain blade. It's like a kiss on the booty crack. And um, be times. careful when you're using this thing because you could get a little carried away, and then you might end up walking out of the bathroom completely hairless, head to toe. So like a cat. careful. But head on over Bro, to Manscaped. Promo code Chop Sports. 20% off. <laughs> 20%. Back to you, Dave. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100 hundred dollars check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website absolute-eyewear.com tell them chop sports search set you speaking on personal experience the house buying and house selling process is a bitch it's not fun it's not fun at all but you know who made it fun you know who turned all this around took all the stress out of the process it's curtis counts of exp realty whether you're buying a house, selling a house, searching for a house, you'll get constant emails of things that pop up in your budget and what you're actually looking for. To start this process, you just have to call Curtis right now. You can reach him at 732-856-2293 or shoot him an email at kurtrcounts at hotmail.com. And yes, some, some of us folks are still using Hotmail. It's been a show, and I said I, I specifically said that in pre, when we're standing outside, we're talking about the show, and I said, don't bring this up. It'll get Dave my heart rushing. choosing rushed. not to uh, see the Yankees sucking for the last month. I choose optimism, folks. Like, oh, I had a big glass of optimism this morning. We won a game morning. in fucking April. <laughs> 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 
All right. Is that how I sound? All right. NFL coverage. Guess what, folks? We are on, and we started with the NFC South. Uh, this week, we started with the um, ooh, the Carolina Panthers, and then we moved on to the Hot Atlanta Falcons, and now today, it's who that as we move on to the New Orleans Saints. Uh, lots to discuss about the Saints, because this might be one of those things in Vegas right now. Not doing what I think they should have did here. Something, something's wrong. Something's wrong here. They went nine and eight last year, and Jameis Winston missed a lot of time. So that means to me, the team was built good, despite the fact they had Taysom Hill, Trevor Simeon, guys like that playing the ball. I think Trevor Simeon did not beat. Um, he had one he big came, game. He came in, in or he the almost game beat Brady that, or something. No, he like, did. They he beat Brady, they right? Beat, but Winston, Winston started that. Yeah, game. he started that one off. But the Saints this year. Are definitely a new look, new head coach. I believe it's Dennis Allen, if I'm not mistaken, defensive coordinator, moved to head coach. I think uh, I, I don't know why I don't know that off the top of my head, but I th- I'm pretty sure I should have wrote that down. But anyway, they did lose some key members. They did. Uh, their offensive line actually got beat up a little bit via free agency, but then they kind of addressed it in the draft. Uh, Teron Armstead, probably the ho- most highly coveted tackle. In free agency, goes to the Dolphins. He leaves, skips town. They also lose uh, Jordan Mills on the right side, too. So both tackles, goodbye. Um, they lost Marcus Williams, right? And I'm thinking, oh, safety, that, that's not good. But again, everything that the Saints lost, I feel like they upgraded with the with the rebound, like getting more guys. So their key additions, Marcus May, fantastic, fantastic. Fantastic safety, okay? I think the Jets kind of let one go there. I don't know about the whatever. I think they messed up by letting him go. Uh, Marcus May, they signed Andy Dalton. In case anybody's wondering where the red rifle is. The Jets is. got Whitehead, though, right? Huh? From the Bucks. So who now? I think the Jets signed Whitehead from the Bucks To do what? To safety. So I think that was like oh, a, well, yeah, a lateral move. Yeah, fine. Yeah, lateral, I would say, maybe. Oh, remember, actually, it's funny we bring up safety. Remember we were talking about the Chiefs? You're like, oh, who's that guy, Sorensen? He's a saint. <laughs> so he's over there in New Orleans. Uh, oh, wait, also, he's, so he's there with Tyron Matthew. So there's, we're still going to get to see the Tyron Matthew memes with him throwing his hands up like 40 yards back as Sorensen's getting So burnt. they're reunited, and it feels so oh, good. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, I know. <laughs> so they signed Chris Herndon to play tight end uh, behind Ta- uh, Toutman. Um, they got Taco Charlton for some reason. Not sure about that. I will still never forgive Jura, Jerry Jones for that move. You know, remember, you, they drafted Taco Charlton. Over one TJ Watt. I just, I still want to just kill myself on that one. Kevin King. Huh? Kevin King over TJ Watt. One pick before him. We also drafted Bonnie Holiday over Randy Moss. One pick before him. Gregory, uh, Greg Ellis before Randy Moss. So everybody missed the boat on Moss. Everybody missed the boat on TJ Watt. Um, But anyway, their draft, they did, and we, we, We'd be remiss. You said it already. Honey Badger goes over there. So is Juice Landry. So Jarvis goes back to LSU to go play some ball. So I like that, too. Um, their draft was very good. Their first round was very, very good. Um, they both they drafted Alave to play receiver and, of course, Trevor Penny to play offensive tackle. So you lose Armstead, you get Penny. Might be even a – that could be a future Armstead. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see about that. Um yeah, what in the world, Casey coming in, what in the world do we expect from Michael Thomas? Well, here's the lineup of what it looks like right now. And I'm looking at the Saints team, and I'm like, you know what? They they got a lot of talent over there. It's kind of weird. Uh, Winston's the quarterback. We all know that. Uh, there's a guy, you might have heard of him. His name is Alvin Kamara. Um, we don't know about any, because we're all wrapped up in the Watson shit. We've never actually readdressed, or the NFL hasn't addressed, or even talked six. about. 
There was I, violence. I read the whole article. And oh, yeah? talked so, about Kamara So in let's there. see. But behind him, ready for this, though? Serviceable behind him. I've always been a Mark Ingram guy, and when he got back to the Saints, it was almost like a rejuvenation for him. Malcolm Brown is signed by the Saints. And then on top of that, this guy, Tony Jones Jr., last year, actually showed some flashes. So he might be an actual decent back. So even when they lose Kamara, I think that this the running game, while it will be impacted in the passing game, as far as like the running back catching the ball to the backfield, I, I don't know. It's not that far, far of a drop-off when it comes to running style. The receivers, another one. Like, Michael Thomas, what do we expect? I don't know. Like, he hasn't played in, like, it feels like three calendar years. That's what it feels like. But he's coming back. And, of course, again, sign Landry. They draft Olave. They get Marcus Callaway's over there. Traquan Smith still over there. Had a decent season last year. That receiving core is actually sneaky good if Thomas plays, like, 80% of the season. And I'm not saying, like, I listen – I can't question the guy's durability. It just seems like he's been missing a lot of football. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't, I don't know. Um, offensive line going into this year is ranked 18th. So they're kind of mi- a little farther than middle of the pack. Uh, but that Trevor Penning draft was was huge. They needed that. Um, the defensive line, one of my favorite players in the league is Cam Jordan. He's he's a menace. He's always been. Davenport's the other side. Demario Davis, linebacker. Uh, Lattimore, one of the better corners in the league. Their defense right now is ranked 13, so middle of the pack defense. And sometimes when you have a really good offense, all you need, all you need is a middle of the pack defense to get yourselves to the promised land. So when you look at this team, Gooch, what stands out? What what are you are you feeling this this eight? I mean, we'll go over the schedule because I, I got some. Some juicy stuff to come up with the Saints so right now. So I am. I think that the number is decent. I think they're probably m- minus money to g- hit the over. I, they have to. Eight, eight seems a little bit low for a team that didn't really have that much roster turnover. Their offensive line, while they're losing guys, a lot of those guys didn't play much last year. Uh, mainly Armstead. He got hurt, and the guys that p- are expected to step in played a significant role in that team last year. So. The thing that does jump out at me most, though, is Dennis Allen, first season as the Saints head coach. Um, He's had some stops before in the NFL. I don't know if he's ever made it through a full season or if he was just an interim guy because it says fourth season as an NFL head coach and his entire combined record is 8-28 and overall. So that doesn't necessarily mean that he's not a good coach. He might have stepped into some shitty situations mid-firing, mid-season. But that's my main thing. A a guy that I I don't think that Dennis Allen is some – sought after a coaching prospect. I don't think that it was teams lining up to sign Dennis Allen. It just seemed like that he was the, he was a good fit for that. A good spot. fit for that spot. But to me, I think it's a little bit lazy on their part and we'll see. I mean they had the chance that guys like Brian Flores and shit and they decided not to go that yeah, route. I'm not I'm not a fan of the head coaching situation, but I could be proven wrong. I did not like Dan Campbell getting signed by the Lions, and I've completely done a 180 on that one. So we'll see. That's my major concern, though. I think the defense will be fine. They In their home games, they're always going to be tough to beat. Jameis Winston is day-to-day, so the ankle injury... I think he'll be fine. Not such a big deal. But he's not fully healthy yet from the rehab knee. They said that he's limited in practice as it is. So it's not a good start for Jameis because as you're dealing with an ankle, I don't know if it's the same leg or not, but hopefully for his sake it's not because that could lead to something way worse down the line. I'm going to say I like the over because I don't think their division is good. You could look at maybe a, a, a sneaky loss to one of their shitty division teams, but they should get four wins out of the Falcons and the Panthers right out of the gate as far as I'm, I'm seeing it. And they usually will split with Tampa Bay no matter how good they are. So. I think that they have a really good chance. They're not going to win their division this year, but they have a, a they're definitely a fringe playoff team. I like 
I like over 100%. Tyron Matthews, a, a solid player. He's going to make big plays for that defense while everything else remains largely the same. And I think early in their season, if you look at their schedule, favorable, my friend. it's pretty favorable with the games that they wouldn't have Kamara. If it is six games, he comes back week seven um, against the Cardinals on a Thursday night. So if they can manage to go three and three, which I think is easy with no Kamara, this team is a slightly above 500 Possible 10, 11 win team, but I'll say 10. Okay. Be safe. Here we go. Ready? Ready for the juice. The juice is about to come out of me right now. Here we go. So, the New Orleans Saints this year will be the NFC South Division Champions. Okay? Here's where I got the Saints. Okay? That's that's huge to me. I feel like, and yes, I know what you're seeing on you. There's something on fire on the desk right now. It's called a hot take, ladies and gentlemen. The New Orleans Saints will win the division. Why? And even here's some more better juicy nuggets for you. The New Orleans Saints will go 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, and 0 to start the season. 10 and 0. Then they're going to hit a little bit of a skid. Okay. Then they lose to the Rams, lose to San Fran, lose to at Tampa. And then they go to buy. Their buy is 10 and 3. They already hit the over at their buy. I'm not doing this for clicks. I'm not doing this for attention. I'm telling you right now, the Saints, to go 9 and 8 last year with the team they had with no quarterback play towards the back end is very, very impressive to me. The fact that you added a lot of talent is very impressive to me. The fact that you have Alave. With Jarvis Landry, if that was your tandem, I would say that's pretty decent. But now you add a Michael Thomas who used to be, once upon a time, was considered one of the top five receivers in football, right? The tight end situation, eh, but we don't know about Taysom Hill. Where is this guy going to line up? That's another X factor that you just can't plan for. If he's quarterbacking, he stinks. He sucks. He's not a good quarterback. But I will say this. They're back into the season. It's a little tough. You know, like I said, they're going to lose three, go into the bye, come back, beat up on the Falcons, right? And then the last three games at Cleveland, at Philly, home against Carolina, alarming. But I'm saying the ceiling right now for the New Orleans Saints this year is to win 12 games and win the NFC South. Because I I just, I, I don't know, man, I, I, got, I got this feeling. And, and I don't like the Saints. I'll tell you right now, I don't like the Saints. Why? Because fan bases to me, like once you're too overconfident, I start to hate your team. Twelve games is a lot. Over, oh, you know, like the, what he does with the Packers, it makes me. I don't want to hate the Packers, but like he makes me hate the Packers. But then you got the Saints, who Craig always says, "Oh, they're the best, they're the best." I'm like, "Oh God, the Saints just blow." And then the Cowboys beat them up last year, and we, I feel I was feeling good about myself. But again, their quarterback was Taysom Hill. He didn't know what the hell he was doing. I just feel like the Saints this year with Jameis Winston will be a very, very good team defensively in particular. This defense coming in middle of the pack with Honey Badger behind that and Lattimore behind that corner and that Cam Jordan, you can't discredit, like, discredit that guy. That defense is going to shock a lot of people. And if the offense can put up the numbers that I think they could, I think Tom Brady uh, in his Fugazi final year doesn't win the division. They'll get into the playoffs, but I don't think, oh, I don't know. Wild card Tom Brady is scary. Yeah, whatever. I don't want nothing to do with that. <laughs> You will chip though. on his shoulder. If you don't Tom get the body. Fuck. That's where I got the Saints, man. Yeah, the Saints. I don't think. I don't well, think you just said 10, 11. So me I, saying I say, twelve is I say that ten egregious. wins, eleven is is like I felt weird saying it. I can't see Jameis Winston win because he's too up and down. He's gonna blow games too. Part of the reason why I love Jameis Winston so much. <laughs> he's just a man crutch all over Jameis Winston. I just think the the front end of this schedule 
is favorable. And I'm I'm looking at them, I'm like, find me the loss, Dave. That first game against Tampa in New Orleans, I got the Saints winning that game, right? And then that first game at Atlanta, easy so for wait, me. Wait, wait. Where's the loss, so wait, bro? Wait, wait, Cincinnati has so to go wait, there. Wait, wait, wait. As we do the Bucks tomorrow, I won't be here. I just have a, a little spoiler alert. Dave, um, you got the Bucks going 0-2 to start the season? I didn't say they were going to beat Could, the Cowboys yet. I'm just saying, like. I didn't say they were going to beat the Cowboys yet. No, I know. You, you. That's what I'm saying. You're saying they're going to lose to the Cowboys. I didn't say they were going to beat them. Do you think the Cowboys are going to beat the Bucks, Dave? I don't know. We're doing the NFC it? East in a couple weeks, and we'll talk about that. No, but we won't. have to do it tomorrow. Uh, you're right. I have to do the Bucks preview tomorrow. Oh, so, tie. So, <laughs> shut one. your mouth over there. <laughs> moral victories don't count. Actually, Moral season. Victory Monday was a very, very fun day last year. I came in here walking around like McGregor because we lost to Tom Brady by like that much. You know what I mean? I was like, we almost did it, right? Yeah. No, and we lost to Jameis Winston by 38. <laughs> exactly. Jameis fucking Winston, bro. Oh, my God. We're only in time. All right. Well, oh, by the way, so as we kind of wrap up the show, get the Saints. Like I said, we'll see what they do. We'll see. Right. But did you watch? And this is probably a dumb question. Did you watch Hard Knocks last night? No, but Jamal Williams' speech. <sighs> Love the guy. Bro. Bro. Jamal Williams. What a guy. Don't. He's. I'm crying for this shit. He gets emotional. I was like, holy Bro, shit. But he, he was like. Uh, Jamal was great. Did you hear Campbell in the beginning? No, I didn't. I want. See this brick wall? It's not real Jamal, brick. I but I would run through that Jamal brick wall. Williams updates because he used to be a Packer, so I still follow him on socials. Jamal Williams is that dude. Oh, he's, he's absolutely. Like SpongeBob. <laughs> he asked him, how did it feel like? How did it feel playing in the rain today? He's like, oh. I feel like SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what? Jamal Williams, when they interviewed. By the way. Did you see the coaching staff over there? Ready for this? Rolodex. Campbell's the head coach, former tight end. Their offensive line coach is the former Eagle. I forget his name. It's remiss off the top of my head. Former player for the Philadelphia Eagles, right? Very good. Actually played like 13 years in the league. Receivers coach, Antoine Randall L. Running backs coach, Deuce Staley. You know what I mean? Like all of a sudden, they have like this, oh, a cornerback or defense coordinator, Aaron Glenn. He has all these former players, and that's the – look, I'm not going to say, like, all players make great coaches, but, man, when you're in it, like, those guys are going to be great coaches. And I think this Detroit Lions team, we'll talk about them in a couple of weeks, but, damn, like, they they got me thinking. Like I said, Campbell's first speech was about three, four minutes long in the beginning. That Detroit Lions team, let me tell you, man, they're going to go eight and nine. They're going to be really good. They're going to cover some spreads, but they're hey, not going to hey, win. When you feel like that, thing. when you feel like that, remember that fucking record, okay? Remember that record, right? Bro, I'm telling you, Campbell – He's something special, man. I like watching this guy coach. Bro, he did 100 up-downs with his no, secondary. I, I know. I fucking saw that annoyance on... Um, I see, how is that annoying? Report. That's so... That's such a G move, man. It's such a... I'm in it with you guys. I'm in the trenches with you guys. I'm doing these up-downs. I'm in better shape than half of all of us. Like, this is insane to me. And don't, um, don't, don't, I don't, don't. <laughs> I don't care that he's doing it. I don't mind that he's doing it. I just, like, don't need to see it. I don't care about Detroit Lions coaching doing fucking up-downs. See, I, like, care, I care about Jamal mm. Williams' speech, though. No, dude, that's it, bro. Ken Palmer just said it. That speech, he goes, I don't care. <laughs> he's telling him he's going, I don't care if he got one ass cheek and three fingers. And I was like, the fuck did he say? <laughs> that make any, did that make any sense whatsoever? He went on this rant where I'm telling you, I, would, I was sitting on the couch. And I looked next to me. I said, I want to run through a wall right now. She's like, really? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was, that speech slapped, as the kids say. But anyway. It's going to have like 80 carries for 320 yards. I, uh, I worked <laughs> out year. today over at the Kingdom, and 
and I get the control since it's just me right now and they're not their doors aren't open yet. I get to play my Bluetooth. And you best believe that I had the Hard Knocks theme song playing the entire time. <laughs> so I love that shit. Gets the juices wait, flowing wait, wait. and the no, no, the no. veins popping and the 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 gooses. You don't have like music OCD. You can leave a fucking loop of one song on and work out to it. If for you 40 if minutes. you saw my playlist, if you saw my playlist, I've listened. Truth be told, I work out for I want to say with, with the weights, forty five minutes to maybe an hour, depending on what I'm doing playlist, that day. Playlist, Dave. What's going on with there your is playlist? There is no playlist. There is that's disturbing. It, is you are, it, it, is, you it depends on the day. You need help. If I'm doing chest, I don't think I've listened. If I'm to doing a full chest, song, I don't think I've listened to one full song in completion on purpose. In like, if I'm doing stuff passively, like, I, but I change the song before it's over almost. Oh, every you're single you're time. crazy. You're crazy. So <laughs> that's good. Never two. Ken songs Palm and JPP straight. not happy about that comment. That's actually really funny. Um, no, like that's straight up chest day. Wow, he's got two ass cheeks. Brock Lesnar, theme song, the entire time. Arms, Roman Reigns, the entire time. Shoulders. Some things you should keep John to yourself, Cena. Dave. No, no, no. Like, go ahead, try listening. When I want to do cardio and doing like my own up downs or some kind of cardiovascular day, I'll put on the Hard Knocks theme song. Pretend to myself, picture myself in a NFL training. There's camp. nothing wrong with putting on the Hard Knocks theme song, but there's something. Really wrong with it going on repeat for 45 minutes. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. You should try and change that. I guarantee your day will start better. No, man. Bro, trust me. Get some fucking... Half the shit you listen to, I can't. I can't get behind some of that. that that's that's because sometimes the funny thing about music is, it's like there's more of it than just what's on my playlist and the Brock Lesnar theme song. Alexa, play the best. <laughs> that's it. Get out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, that's been a show. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's been a show. Music vultures for gotta go. They're, 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 it's gone already. Um, anyway, we want to thank you guys for coming on in here, watching this show. Sorry about the heat before, about the Yankees and stuff. I, you know, it is what it is. I, I get ex I get excited and mad, and it all just kind of all together. Um, so anyway, see like the new Artie thing I put up there? Haha, <laughs> watch this. Ready? It goes... Fla it's not flashing. The little lights, they're not twinkling. There it is. <laughs> it's a little little extra there. Shout out to Artie yesterday. Great meeting. I'm so excited Tomorrow about your future. Tomorrow we should get see if they could have a um an apple that comes up from the desk <laughs> in honor of the Mets World Series championship this year. Squat day, Cardi B. <laughs> leg day. Who does legs? That's so dumb. Anyway, uh, I did legs once in the past like 14 years, and I hate it every time I do it. So I'm very nuggets. I'm, I'm, I'm what you call top heavy. Okay, I'm just like I'm up here, and and I don't wear like skin tight jeans like a like one of those losers. I don't do that, so you really can't tell if I do legs or not. Can't tell. Just call My, me a loser. Why? Because you wear skinny jeans. I don't wear skinny jeans, but I definitely wear. Little tighter. You're a tinier than person you. than me. Like you, you can you can pull that Dave, shit off. Don't not try and emasculate me I'm on camera. Trying try to say tiny. You're not supposed to use tiny to a man. No, unless I'm you expect to. Not you're not. Bro, I, you're not as big as me. I'm a fat motherfucker, bro. Like um, I have to wear baggy oh, you see stuff. He's trying to make it better now. He's like now he's like bashing himself to try self deprecation one on one. Yeah, I learned yeah, it from yeah, Jimmy yeah. Palumbo getting um, involved here. But yeah, so I wasn't calling you tiny. I'm saying you're a smaller individual than me, and you can pull off different clothes. Um. Like you wear sometimes you wear on a, on a on a Wednesday you'll wear a collared shirt. Yeah. I, I I can't do that. Yes you can. No, I can't. Yeah, you can. No. I can't do you it. You can. I mean I I could. I mean I very well could do it. I just choose not to. I don't do it all. I'm a t-shirt guy. If I had my way, I would wear sleeveless when I'm doing the show. 
But I, once upon a time, if I had my way, I'd have my titties out this whole <laughs> time right now. Time, once right? upon a time, a hack of a comedian said one time that maybe you know uh, what guy does a podcast with his sleeves cut off, and I was like, you might have heard of Pat McAfee. I'm not sure. He wears the same goddamn tank top every day, and I wish I can do that. I mean, I can do that. There's nothing wrong with me doing that. But I'm just not one now of those the guys. Sound of my titties about to come out. <laughs> not one of those guys that show it all off on the show. I don't need to do that. I don't need to do that. <laughs> see you guys tomorrow for Sturch and Gooch and Nick and Madison. This has been another show. I will see you tomorrow. And I believe that weight, non-weight lifting scoop will be joining me as also Wrestle Rob will be producing. So. Uh, <laughs> so bring your magic carpet and we'll see you tomorrow. But there was this one company, I think, called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah.